Hello and welcome back to another episode of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. We are dad and daughter discussing all things football with myself, Lauren. And me, Graham. And it's been another busy week. That's it, officially now. All the top five English leagues are back playing, Dad. That's it, yeah. And we've got a lot to round up. And hopefully you tuned in to the episode last week in which we had our new format for season three. And obviously this is our second episode. So some of the lineup that we're going to be having in the podcast this week, I'll be discussing Norwich City start to life back in the Premier League, as well as introducing another new chant to Dad. Uh, I've got uh, lots going on, a few surprises, actually a surprise Barnet, and I'll be kicking off about something non-English league, which is a bit uh, off, the, off, the, uh, okay. off the wall. That's fine, you can go off the wall whenever you want, Dad. So for the warm-up, my little warm-up chat for the podcast this week is I was watching Arsenal versus Chelsea yesterday, and I was watching Emil Smith-Rowe, who, to be fair, has been one of the shining lights of Arsenal so far for the first opening two matches. But I'm not going to go into too much detail about Arsenal. However, I saw that he was wearing a long-sleeve white base layer underneath his football top. A base layer in August. What are you thinking about that? Not necessary. It's August and we're in England and he's an English midfielder. I get it if maybe people have come from warmer climates and not quite used to our cold August. But last season, I noticed, that I think it was Mares that wore gloves in September. So I'm really hoping that next week we don't see any gloves. We've already seen a base layer. I am on glove watch. So that's my quick little warm up. The fact that obviously Emil Smith-Rowe wasn't quite warmed up enough to have to take his base layer off. Oh, well, I've got um, some positive comments around uh, Tottenham's new manager, Nuno Aspirito Santo. Uh, I just think, you know, it's a, it felt like a little bit of a, not a risk, but uh, he'd done his time at Wolves, done a good job, got a bit stale the last season. And uh, Tottenham high expectations, I'm not sure the fans were absolutely thrilled when they got him, but uh, I think, he, you know, he's won the first two matches, done really well. Yeah. Uh, lost in Europe, first leg, but away to a Portuguese team, Pacos de Ferreira. But interestingly, he changed all, he left the whole of his first team squad back in England and sent over a B team. So that, but that included the likes of Davis, La Celso, Winks, Sessegnon and Doherty. So people able to prove that they were fit for uh, the first team. So quite a clever thing to do, actually. Yeah. And uh, they lost 1-0. I'm sure he'll change it around a bit and they'll win the second leg, but... Uh, I think you've got to be impressed with him. And the other thing is, he's just his attitude and his style. He seems really calm, really confident. Um, handling the Harry Kane situation yeah, well. Yeah, handling that very well, not getting and not doing any ranting. So, yeah, no, I think he's, uh, I'm really, uh, really pleased. It's good. Will we see out the season, do you reckon? Oh, definitely. I think so, mm, yeah. Okay. Kick off this week on the podcast. Well, I'm going to be kicking off about Norwich City. I know it's only been two matches and they've still got a long, long way to go. But I was looking at the fact that last time they faced each other, this is Man City against Norwich City, was 26th of July 2020 in the Premier League. And we all know how that went. It was 5-0 to Man City, four different goal scorers. Daniel Fark was the manager then. Obviously, they got relegated that season and then they went on to then win the championship last year. Come straight back up, second match into the Premier League. And it literally is like deja vu all over again, back at the Etihad. Five out of their starting 11 started the match in 2020. So, a, a fair few. Um, four different goal scorers again. It was even the same scoreline at half time. It was 2-0 in both the matches and it ended up 5-0. 
And I just think when it's the same manager, kind of half the same team, is it a case of tactically, surely he must have learned something from their 5-0 hammering a couple of years ago. I just think as a Norwich City fan, it must be quite frustrating. It's almost like you expected them to get hammered once it was obviously that first goal went in. And I know it's Manchester City and I know it's probably not the match that will influence their season. There's much harder oppositions that they're going to face in terms of the relegation battle. But yeah, I think it also shows the difference between the Premier League and the Championship. And we were talking about this off off the podcast, actually, that obviously this was the Premier League winners of last season versus the Championship winners of last season. And it was 5-0 to Manchester City. And I think naturally with the amount of money that is being spent into the Premier League, we've got to look at Kane's price tag and Grealish that it's showing that for me, there's becoming such a huge gap now between the Premier League and the Championship that it's becoming very hard for teams to come up and be influential within the champion, uh, from the Championship to the Premier League. Like you were saying, with the Championship, the top two teams already, uh, is it Fulham and West Brom? Yeah, the ones who went down. Yeah, I think it's something around, I think when you look at um, Leeds and Bielsa's influence, so I think a great manager can probably do it. I think you've got to have a very good manager to step up and stay in that division, but... Uh, like you say, if they've not changed anything, nothing much is going to change, really. So that's my kickoff, really, about Norwich City. Hopefully, only two matches. I mean, they've played Liverpool and Manchester City, which is surely the only way is up. But it's going to be it's going to be a tricky season. So uh, mine's about uh, non-English football. This uh, only because I was at a wedding. Very nice this week. I'm not ranting about Ooh, the wedding, lovely. by the way. But yeah, I uh, ended up talking to a Celtic fan, and it just reminded me just how weird Scottish football is. And um, you know, you've got such a dominant pairing and I think I didn't until I actually reflected on it I'd forgotten just how dominant they were and I don't think there could be another you know you've got your uh, Spanish league where Barcelona and Real Madrid but then Atletico nicked it last season but when the Scottish league is literally since 1984 when mm-hmm. I, when Aberdeen won it every single season since 1984 Celtic or Rangers have won the league and it's like oh blimey and yeah. it, but the interesting thing was a Celtic fan he was I said do you not want to come and try and join our league they keep talking about creating this British yeah. league I mean Newcastle's far enough up the country you'd stick Celtic and Rangers in it'd be a lot of fun and we'd be able to see just what uh, what might happen what you know just how good they could be in the Premier League and they could be brilliant actually uh, but no he wasn't he wasn't that fussed he'd rather just rather them or Rangers win it every, every season he's happy as Larry wow. so uh, just a bit weird so I just I just think the Scottish League it's, yeah. it's just a bit uh, stuck in a rut and certainly uh, if it's what 40 years or something nearly since uh, since somebody different won it there must be something they can do how brilliant would that be though if it was like Newcastle versus like Celtic or Rangers the atmosphere would be amazing it would be brilliant they'd fill every ground to be a bit of a madhouse but uh, I'll be up for that I don't think it's ever going to happen I don't think half time turnover so this is where we pick out one team each that we think had the best halftime turnover from the weekend's matches. So my team that I've highlighted is Blackpool. They were at Bournemouth, 
2-0 down at half-time. Solanke Brace uh, was in the opening 20 minutes of Bournemouth. So you'd look at that and think, right, here we go. They're going to go on at home to maybe put a few more past Blackpool. However, Neil Critchley obviously gave them quite the team talk at half-time. Blackpool came out and um, scored in the 57th and 60th minute to make it the full-time score of 2-2. And it gave the away fans something certainly to cheer about. But um, yeah, brilliant point for Blackpool. I think they're still not yet to win so far in that league. But um, Bournemouth, one of those teams, I think I tipped them to go back up into the Premier League. But results like that, 2-2 at full-time, certainly won't be helping them. Uh, League One, I had uh, Charlton versus Wigan. So just under 14,000 there, 700 just over 700 Wigan fans, nil-nil at half-time. Wigan quite dominant, I think, in the first half. And then uh, Liam Richardson, the manager, used to be, uh, he was Aki Stanley manager for a couple of years, caretaker manager at Wigan. Uh, now got the job full-time, I think. Uh, and Wigan uh, went on from nil-nil at half-time to two lo- late goals to win 2-0. So the skipper, Derek, was scored 88th minute. And then the substitute, James McLean, who's been around a bit. James McLean, he must be back at Wigan. Yeah. He scored the second in stoppage time uh, to make it 2-0. So Wigan, it feels like they might be having a decent opportunity to make a, a, a good fist of it this season. Seven, I back them. Seven points from four games, ninth in the table early days. But uh, yeah. Liam Richardson played for Blackburn briefly, actually. I think he was left midfield or left back or something. Um, so he, uh, yeah, give him a chance. He might just get the Latics back up and they've got some crowdfunding thing going on at the moment, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, get the fans behind him and everybody be happy. Right, we're into the second half now. And I found a news story this week that I think just shines footballers in a really good light. And following on from the horrific flooding in West Germany that we've been seeing a lot in the news over the last month, uh, Chelsea star Kai Havertz has said that he will auction off 100 pairs of specifically designed football boots to try raise funds for the victims. Obviously, the 22-year-old plays for Germany, and um, he's also going to be making a donation of around £175,000 on top of the auction to support Red Cross Germany. It's so good to see footballers have a positive influence. This is the kind of thing we want to be seeing in the news about football, not some of the terrible things that have been going on in terms of social media and things like that. So it's just all going off you know the good example that Marcus Rashford set last year and I just think we need we need more examples like that the only thing I would say about Kai Havertz is an amazing thing but unfortunately he's not doing great for our fantasy football at the moment I mean he's uh he's not scored and he's barely starting at the moment but that's he's got a long way to go and fingers crossed he'll uh, pick it up for the rest of the season but no brilliant brilliant um, thing for him to have to be doing at the moment what's your second half chat dad so yeah, I'm uh, absolutely thrilled to see the non-league kick-off again this season. So yep. I think the National League was probably one of the most exciting promotion battles uh, across the whole of the five divisions last season. So um, they're all, well, most of them back in action this weekend. So uh, I'll be letting you know very shortly how that all went. But uh, looks like it's going to be, even from day one, I think it's going to be a, a fascinating season again for the National League. So it's so exciting to see all the fans back in the stadiums, lots of chants going on. And this is a new feature on the podcast where I put forward a a chant to you, Dad, and then you've a bit of a Simon Cowell and you can judge it. And last week we had a War Prowse chant 
And this week, I'm aiming this chant towards the Burnley fans. So, I'm going old school with the song. It's a 1960 hit song by Eddie Floyd, which got to number 19 in the UK. So, not ridiculously well-known. However, it's got quite well-known, um, as has recently been used, on a furniture TV advert. So, the song is Knock on Wood with Eddie Floyd. I, however, have changed it to be a song that hopefully the Dingles are going to enjoy for their top striker up front, New Zealand player, Chris Wood. So this is gonna, how it's going to go. I imagine this at Turf Moor and uh, going around the stands. It's like thunder, lightning, in front of goalie, so frightening. We got Chris, Chris Wood. Yeah, very good. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not quite. Yeah, it's, I mean, I did know what song you were going to pick when you started talking about it. And um, nice, Chris, knock on wood. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think it's. He's uh, like thunder and lightning. Do you reckon? Well, I could see that. <laughs> well, he's not that fast or excited, but I think. It's, but in front uh, of goal, he is so frightening. I could see it uh, kicking off at the uh, happy place. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd give that probably another seven out of ten. So it's on par with Warprouse. I think it's John Par with <laughs> Warprouse. Okay, final whistle where we round up um, quickly what's happened across all the top five English divisions over the weekend. And this is obviously from Monday morning, so we haven't going to be covering the West Ham-Leicester match. So in the Premier League, you've got two wins in two for Liverpool after they won 2-0 versus Burnley, as well as Chelsea, who had their big victory 2-0 versus Arsenal, which means they're now joint top on goal difference. Uh, another win as well, like you said, for Spurs, 1-0 against Wolves. Obviously, Nuno Espirito versus his old club. Still eight teams without a win in the Premier League. Most noticeably, you've got Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, and Arsenal, who all lost their first two matches. Obviously worth pointing out that Norwich have got a current goal difference of minus eight after their first two matches. So that's kind of the moving on of the table at the moment in the Premier League. So they need to start singing that song by the yeah, last song. Chris Wood, yeah. Burnley, yeah. Uh, so championship, there's three teams level on top, 10 points from four. Uh, again, as you said before, no surprise, two came down atop Fulham and West Brom. And then Stoke, who... I mean, Stoke have had a very strong squad for the last two or three years, so it wouldn't surprise you if they eventually got going and uh, made a bit of a promotion uh, challenge. Uh, West Brom had a good win at Blackburn 2-1, Fulham 2-1 at home to Hull, and Stoke snuck a 1-0 win at home to Forest. So uh, the surprise result of the day was uh, Luton 0, Birmingham 5. And, um, yeah, Birmingham struggled last season and eventually got going, so maybe Birmingham might have a have a decent season this season. Again, another big team that are due a good season. Yeah, so at the bottom, you've still got one team. Notts Forest lost again, as I said, and uh, still no points for Notts Forest, goodness me. So Chris Hutton's under some pressure, I imagine. I don't think Forest fans will be uh, hanging around too long in the board or whatever. So yeah, tough times at Forest. Played four, lost uh, four. Sheffield United as well. Uh, bit of a strange start for them. Again, you've got Fulham and West Brom at the top uh, winning away, and you've got uh, Sheffield United one point from four, so um, they need to get going, really. Blackpool, Millwall, um, their next two points from two games. Uh, Blackpool actually had a good uh, draw. They were 2-0 up at QPR and ended up drawing 2-2. They'd be disappointed, actually. Yeah, struggling, Notts Forest, but up the top, Fulham and West Brom. 
League One wins again for Sheffield Wednesday, who won 2-0 at Rotherham, and Wickham Wanderers, who won 1-0 versus Lincoln, which means they both stay top on 10 points. Uh, Back-to-back wins for newly promoted Bolton pushes them up to 7th on 8 points after this time last week I was saying that they'd yet to win a match. Five teams still yet to win in League One. You've got Ipswich, Charlton, Crewe, Doncaster and Shrewsbury and Shrewsbury are currently rock bottom with four losses out of four a disappointing 3-0 defeat at home to Plymouth uh, then League 2 you've got one team who are uh, won every match so far Forest Green which is a brilliant start to the season for them they were very close last season looks like they might be able to uh, go one step further this year to keep that form going 2-2 at half time at home to Crawley and won 6-3 with a Nicky Cadden hat-trick so brilliant result for Forest Green Bradford there second, came from 2-1 down to beat Mansfield 3-2 away. And then you've got their second, then you've got on 10 points, then you've got three teams on seven points, Swindon, Mansfield and Stevenage. Uh, Rock bottom with no points, uh, the only team not to get a point so far, Oldham. Uh, We talked last year, no no points from four games. We talked last year about uh, the good job that uh, Harry Keel was doing and then suddenly they got rid of him and put Keith Curl in place and... uh, I think they might be regretting it now because mm. they seem to be struggling. Walsall, one point also down the bottom. And the surprise ones, actually, down the bottom, Salford played 4-1 none, two points. So everybody's favourites for promotion. And as we know very uh, clearly from last season, they don't mess about. So if Gary Boyer doesn't uh, get them some points pretty soon, he'll be out within weeks, I'd have thought. And then the National League, wonderful to see that back. couple of expected wins, I guess. Aldershot, nil, Chesterfield, two. And Notts County, again, a team you'd tip for promotion, won 5-0 at Barnet. Having been uh, 0-0 at half-time, that could oh, have been a second-half comeback. So, yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, first match for Southend, first match ever in 100 years in non-league. They won 1-0 at Kings Lynn. Sam Dolby's in ninth-minute goal, so brilliant to see them get going. Uh, three matches cancelled. I'm guess I, th- I was looking into it actually because Dover was cancelled. Covid, isn't it? But I think it was Covid, yeah. Right. Three matches, Dover, Wrexham and Bromley all had their matches cancelled, so... I think it would be for that and not Dover because they last season they didn't play at all. But I think they're back on and, and going to get stuck in. Uh, I'll come for, hopefully we'll see them next week actually. Dover Grimsby their first match non-league was uh, cancelled at Bromley unfortunately. But uh, yeah, so national leagues up and running. Right, that's nearly it for the podcast, which means we're going to have our last feature, Barnet of the Week. Who is your Barnet of the Week, Dad? Well, I'm going to go rogue and go non-league, actually. So oh, gonna okay, to, I'm going to have gonna to have Google. To, I'll get my phone out. You'll have to Google and look for Ian Birchnall, who's Notts County's manager. Ian Birchnall. Ian Birchnall. He's, got, he's an interesting character, actually. He's never been a player as such, I don't think, looking into his history. Uh, he managed Norwegian and Swedish teams for 10 years. Uh, and then he's come over to uh, to the UK to manage Notts County. Started in March 2021, and he's still there. So, uh, and he's got um, actually uh, again referring to the wedding I was at. Trendy. This is trendy sort of. He does uh, look quite trendy. I found a picture of him. Yeah, oh, here well, he is. Well, that is the that is the the current look. I didn't have it. <laughs> I haven't got enough hair. But the <laughs> uh, yeah the current the current trendy look of sort of brushed back at the front. Mm-hmm. He's definitely on trendy in Birchdale, and he's definitely winning matches as well. So 
Ian Birch Noel Barnett of the Week. Okay, I like that one. Learning something new about the National League managers. Um, well, my Barnett of the Week is a player we know quite well as Blackburn Rovers supporters fans, and it's really exciting to see him get his um, is it his Premier League debut. I'm not too sure for Liverpool, but I'm going to go for the 18-year-old Liverpool midfielder Harvey Elliott. And he had a really good match, actually, the other day. And it'll be really interesting to see if he manages to keep starting for the team. But he definitely looks like he's going to be making a fair few appearances this season. And his barn is looking great. It's kind of changed quite a lot over the years. I think at Blackburn, he sometimes had it in a top knot, short back and sides. Now he's kind of gone for really curly, bouncy locks with some lovely blonde highlights. Obviously, I mentioned Phil Foden and the kind of blonde trend that is going on at the moment. But Harvey Elliott's kind of gone a little bit more subtle. He's got the blonde in there. He's looking pretty good. What do you think he's going to do for Liverpool? It's good to see him starting for them, particularly. Well, I, yeah, I think having seen him a lot last season, I think, if they give him a run in the team, which um, hopefully Klopp will do, give him four or five matches, let him get yeah. settled in. He could be, well, he is a star of the future, we know that. But um, I don't think it's too early for him. I mean, he's 18, he was 18 two years ago, I think. I don't know how long he's going to be 18 for. Oh, I'm really? not sure. But anyway. <laughs> and the Burnley fans, obviously, do you reckon they would have given him a fair bit of stick? Oh, definitely, yeah. Right, that's it for this week of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. We've had some things that we've kicked off about. I've put forward a new chant to Burnley FC, see what they think about that. You can follow us on social media, just search on Twitter at Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. And we'll be back with our next episode next week and we'll see you then.